What's up, Boston baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. <laughs> With your narcissist and psychopath? No. With featuring a narcissist and a psychopath and me. <laughs> you ha- That's just like the new thing. Now. AKA Abby is both and I'm just like the other person. For those of you that haven't listened before. This is our new intro of 2022. I thought we could just like put it all on the table. Make it fun. Yeah, we're, we're laying it out. What you see is what you get. True. If you are new here and you like what you hear at the end of this episode, give us a follow on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore and at drinksafterwork no underscore on TikTok. We've been, you know, killing the TikTok game lately. Oh, absolutely. We're trying to post. They don't all hit, but, the, you know, there's stuff all in there for you for all to see. Um, and our Instagram, yeah, we've been rolling with drinksafterwork underscore for like a year and a half now. It's pretty depressing. We've literally like begged, pleaded, and borderline threatened the person who has the handle drinks after work and like they won't give it to us so i wonder if everyone if everyone listening could report the account do you think <laughs> you could take it down yeah they is don't that- use it wait this is the thing if it was like an active user if it was like someone that i don't know made like you know maybe a professional mixologist or something i wouldn't touch it i'd be like do your thing right. it makes me mad zero posts zero activity zero following it gets someone who created the account like probably years ago and is either and using forgot. it to troll people or just forgot that they have it so it's kind of frustrating also made me think how do celebrities all get their name like they're like just their name um didn't stassi like pay someone for pay this girl stassi for the handle did she i'm pretty sure they must all do it because think about it um let's say there's you know most celebrities were like oh i was early to the instagram game okay fine but as it's every celebrity like you never see like kim kardashian like for life or like something random with like like three different eyes in it or like a bunch of y's like it's always just like their name so i'm like how did it end up that way that all celebrities get their name okay hear me out have you ever okay name someone famous um selena gomez okay no that's a bad example oh shit ariana grande (laughs) justin bieber i I don't know what do you want me to do (laughs) i was gonna say i know more than one selena gomez and i know more than one ariana grande so those are bad examples you know more than one ariana grande yes i know a a girl that went to my college was named that her name's ariana grande yeah but it's spelled freaking way it's spelled differently like I think she has two ends instead of one okay or something I just feel like being famous is one of those things where like the universe would know from day one and your parents will pick a name that like yeah there's not going to be a lot of them on the Instagram maybe and but a lot of them have like different names I don't know I think there's always like there's another Shannon Katenji in the world which is like the weirdest name ever there's always going to be someone else with your name I just there's no way that every celebrity lucked out like they must be either paying these people or like Instagram just gives them the boot because they're like, oh, there's a famous person. So like, we're going to give it to them. Uh, I'd like to have answers. If someone knows the answer to this, Peter, do you know the answer? I do not. Okay. <laughs> well, if anyone does, let us know because it's been like bothering me for years. I, I just kind of had to get it off, get it off my chest. And now I feel a lot better. Okay. Well, <laughs> we have a lot that's happened over the past weekend. Yeah. Let's start with the amazing blowouts that we got. We told you guys last week that we were going to go visit Pink Soda on Newberry Street to see our girl, Wendy. She's the owner and her and her team delivered. Yes. It was honestly probably the best blowout I've ever had in my life. And I don't mean that with any disrespect to any of the hairdressers I've gone to Gareth you're listening I love you and you do amazing <laughs> bloods too but I guess I just mean um like not going to do anything else to your hair other than a blowout like I feel like I've gone to dry bar and they do a good job and everything there was just something about the like tender love and care that they showed us there they're first off they gave like CBD blowouts so they mm-hmm. use CBD products in your hair which is just like super relaxing everything smelled amazing and then I feel like they took so much time just like asking us like do you like volume? Like, do you want to have like curls made with the round brush you want it to happen with the curling iron? Like they just like really listened. And I feel like my hair was just like so bouncy after. And I was just in such a good mood. And the, I don't know what it was. The hand, the paraffin, the paraffin hand. They put like, you put your hands in wax and then they put like a little, like a plastic glove over it and you sit with it for like 10 minutes. And when they take it off, your hands are like smooth as a baby's butt. Yes, it was amazing. And you kind of have these little mitts on your hands Mm -hmm. because it like locks it in or something. So you can't really use your phone or really do anything, but it was kind of relaxing. Like you just have these like 
mitts on, your mm-hmm. hair is getting done, you kind of just sit back. And it was a very luxurious experience. And, and the champagne with the cotton candy. Yeah, they served us champagne with cotton candy. Honestly, uh, for nothing else, the people there were genuinely so nice. Like they made everyone feel so comfortable. They were super welcoming, like just Sweet. And we were late and they didn't even rush us. No. And like even the girls that were getting their hair done with like foils and stuff like the foils that they use are all pink. Like I it's just know. very fun and girly. So moral of the story, I know that a lot of the girls in the Boston area go to dry bar when they're getting their hair done. I highly recommend pink soda. Um, they were able to get us in. It's pretty comparable from a price perspective with dry bar and also support new and local businesses. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was the greatest way to start off our weekend. Obviously it was Valentine's weekend. It was also Mr. Man and I's one year anniversary. Cute. So we had a lot to celebrate this weekend. Obviously it was the Super Bowl, So there was just a lot going on. So we needed to look good, but um, how was your Valentine's? It was amazing. I loved it. It was so fun. The amount of, of work that went into getting Shannon her <laughs> reservation she, you tried on your own to get it and you failed well okay so basically I've known I wanted to go to Contessa for Valentine's Day for the past six months because that's just like I'm like I feel like when people listen to this podcast they probably are like what is wrong with this person like super they probably think I'm like very uptight and like type a and I'm actually not like that just no. like I have my weird things that I like yeah. want but I told Michael six months ago, I was like, we need to go to Contessa from Valentine's Day. Like, can you please start like putting in calls? Like, let's make it happen. And he was like, okay, that's literally in February. Like, it's going to be okay. So basically Contessa has this thing where if you go on open table, they, uh, they like, um, like, cause a bunch of girls have been like asking me this week. They're like, how did you get in there? What do you do? So let's say, what is the date today? Let's say today was the 20th. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, if I wanted to go to dinner at Contessa on the 20th of next month, so March 20th, like the reservations open exactly one month before. So you can't go like over a month before. And if you go, um, like, or you can't go before a month before, but if you go after a month before, then they're all going to be booked. So 10 AM, it opens up. And basically you have to How be- How did you know that it was 10 a.m.? Michael like figured all this out. Like he's smart. Like it's 10 a.m. is okay. when they open. So if I wanted, if it's if it's March um, 20th that I want to go to Contessa for dinner, I have to wake up on fe- February 20th, sit at my computer at 9.59 and like refresh the page. And at 10 a.m. all the reservations will be there. Mm-hmm. So basically I knew that because it was Valentine's Day, it was going to be even more intense, especially because right. we wanted to go on Saturday. So Michael was like geared up. Like he had his like three different screens going, computer ready to go. It's like 9.59. He's like refreshing, refreshing and 10 hits. Every single reservation was already taken except for a 10 PM on that Saturday. And he was like, how the hell did that happen? He was like, I was literally there like 10 at the nose. Like I wasn't like a second late. So he was like, how is every single spot taken except for 10 p.m. So he just went for the 10 p.m. He's like, might as well just have this, but <laughs> that's so late. Right. So ever since then, I've been like posting on Instagram and um, luckily someone reached out to us basically saying like, I know someone that works there, like might be able to help. And we were able to get moved up to nine, which was so sweet. So we made it there and it worked out. But moral of the story, if you want to go, it's usually not that intense because um, it, if it's not usually Valentine's Day. So do that. And a lot of people were telling me it might be overrated. I actually thought it was really good. Like we love really? the food. Yeah. What did you get? I got the scallops, um, which were so good, like seasoned amazing. Michael got the carbonara, which was delicious. We started with like the burrata and we got prosciutto. It was just like very good. Also, was I it thought worth about the this. money? Like was it overpriced? It was extremely honest. expensive. I mean, it's like owned by the same restaurant that owns yeah. Carbone in New York City. So you're not gonna get uh, out of that dinner without spending at least like three to four hundred dollars. Yeah. Probably it's like a lot of money. Like it's not like, oh, let's just go to, you know, Contessa tonight. Like if you have to be expecting to spend some money. Um something I thought of though when we were there. The dining experience was awesome, but it's also just like a great place to, if you want to go up there to the bar and just grab a drink. And I don't think you need a reservation for that. There's literally like a view of the whole city, it's like um, it's like, it's like a rooftop. So it's beautiful, super classy. Um, and yeah, I loved it. And before that, I've been meaning to tell everyone this. We met up with our friend, uh, my friend Avery and her boyfriend. And we went to this place called Carrie Nation. Have you been there, Abby? Mm-mm, never heard of it until you. So I hadn't either. And I was, she was like, okay, let's go to Carrie Nation on Beacon Hill. And I was like, I've never heard of it. It's right next to Moo. It's a new cocktail bar that opens up. And it was like a jazz club vibe in there. Oh. Super romantic. They had like a whole jazz band up there. And do you think they have the jazz band like when it's not Valentine's? So I asked her that and she was like, we came another time and they played music. There was like a live band and 
I don't know if it was jazz or like something else, but she said we like danced and like drank cocktails and had a little night. And I think you can do dinner there too, but picture like jazz club, 1920s vibes, like very dimly lit, like big space and like all these tables. It was just like super, I don't know. It felt like the great Gatsby in there. And like they had like craft made cocktails. Those girls wearing like flapper dresses. It was amazing. Like I want to go every weekend. So I highly recommend that to anyone that's looking for like a new spot to go out in the city. That's not looking for like a club or like a Southie bar or something like that. How about you? You guys went to Aria, right? Wait, I have to go back to Contessa. We went over it way too quick because I just found our story and I told you I was going to grill you. So 64% of the people that answered our poll said it is not worth the hype. Oh. So I, I remember someone slid in and said, um, I ordered the chicken and it was literally just a piece of chicken. Like it didn't come <laughs> with anything. Do you feel like the portions were really small? Like I want to know where the 64% are I'm not, coming I'm not from. trying to be like rude. Do you have constructive criticism at okay. all? Um, Sure. Any fancy place you go to, you're going to feel like the portions are small and that it's overpriced. I think the thing is, is like, I don't, maybe there's people out there that are like, yeah, it was decent, but like, is it worth the $300 meal for two people? Right. You know what I mean? So to them, it's not worth the money. Yeah. But like, I mean, with that being said, it just opened. I'm sure there's people that have had bad experiences, but when people, I don't know, this is, I don't want to sound like a brat. When people make comments like, oh, I ordered an entree and I didn't get any sides. I'm sorry. But like every nice place you go to doesn't like, that's just how it is. My scallops like came on top of these little slices of potatoes and it was, it was nice. Like I thought it was nicely done, but if you want sides, you have to order those separately and they're like $18 each and that's just like it sucks but that's kind of what it's like when you go to a restaurant like that so yeah I don't know I feel like I don't know why because like I've been to fine dining like you know Mastro's and Seaport where it's like this it's very similar where you have to order sides yeah exactly yeah but Contessa I feel like people when they they go there they see a brand new restaurant and they see that it's so aesthetically pleasing they probably don't realize that it is fine dining. And like, I feel like not everyone has experienced fine dining. So when they go, they're kind of like almost shocked. Yeah. You just have to like, I don't know, just look at the menu. I don't know. I don't know. Drinks were good. Service was good. Everything. I thought it was great personally. No but constructive criticism. Nothing. No, I didn't have any bad experiences to be honest. Oh, they were out of the wine we wanted, but that's not oh. really their fault. No. That's um, not their fault. You okay. went to Aria. I did. It was yeah. fun. Fun? Yeah. Yeah. Aria is always a good time. If you've never been. So it's, fun. It's very small. It's dark. It has good music. I didn't realize until this past weekend that they do have a TV in there, which makes sense because if you go on, I would say a weekday, I feel like on the weekend, not really because they're playing games, but you'll see like a famous professional athlete of some sort. Of yeah, some that's sport. so true. So it makes sense that they have sports playing on the TV. And they have a they have a small bar, so you can go if you don't want to like sit at a table. But um, it was good. The food was good. We got fried burrata, which was for an appetizer, which is ultimately like a mozzarella stick. It yeah. was like it was like a big ball, and it was basically a mozzarella stick. And then um, Mr. Man got what is it veal chop? He said it was the best thing. Sad. The he said it was better than any steak he's ever gotten. Interesting. I don't need the, I don't need feel it makes me sad no I know I was like you're 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 a horrible person that's a good point you made about Aria so for people listening that are into the whole like athlete game or whatever Mm -hmm. and I personally don't get the hype but if you are um there's a lot of there's low-key a lot of professional athletes that go to Aria like that's kind of a thing yeah he's constantly posting pictures of them so if you're Single girl in the Boston area looking to meet some athletes. Actually, last time I was at Aria, I met a few girls who listened to the podcast and they were like, we've, we come here all the time. And like, they, they were like, we've met like a few, I don't know if it was baseball players or football players or something. So some player, if you want to do it, that's a good spot to meet them. And I don't know where else in Boston, but yeah. It was good. And then we went to Mike's, not Mike's, Modern Modern. Pastry. I know. I I like Modern more than Mike's. Me too. I don't know what it is. I think it's because you can... No, you can probably customize that mics. I don't know. I just think their cannolis are better. Don't they don't have gluten free ones too? Have you had it's it? Can, are they good? Yeah, gluten free cannoli. They're pretty good. Ugh. I like it. There's also just cute in there. It is. But yeah, it was a lovely weekend. Um, okay, so drunk deets. What do we got? 
Erin, wait, I have an update. Oh, I started a new job this week. Oh, yes. Yay. Yeah. So I am a city girl now. Mm -hmm. I'm working in the city in a high rise building. Um, My mom literally was like, I need to know the address of your company in case there's ever a... um, an attack and I need to know if you're building. Wait, (laughs) what? Yeah. I feel like like, that's like not like what, like, okay, well you, you've never worked in a high rise where it literally is like, oh my God, if something were to ever happen, like you're, you're stuck, you're fucked. I get it. But I lived in one. So it's like, I get what you're saying. You lived on the 30th, (laughs) the 30th floor. Oh my God. I totally forgot that never crossed your mind being a high up. No, no. Well, the views were. But I feel it. like now, now it would. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I mean, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I'm a very paranoid person. Yeah, I get it. Um, but the view, it, you can see the custom tower. It's that big fancy tower with the clock on it. Um, in downtown, um, it's right near Bostonia. If you've never been there for brunch, you need to go get the tater tot poutine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm obviously not going to say the company, but it is a venture capitalist. So it's a completely different industry, but I'm doing the same thing that I've been doing. And I freaking am a city girl now. I'm taking public transportation for the first time in my life. Do you like that? Absolutely not. You don't. I got dropped off on Monday, like a little spoiled brat. And then I drove in on Tuesday and then I was like, oh, "Oh." so you've never actually taken public transportation. I did today Okay, for the first time. So I just haven't done it. No, I did today. And I, and I was so first of all, sweating by the time I got to work and then also, I was just so grossed out. I was like, oh my God, my scarf touched the seat. Oh my God, I need to wash. Oh my I'm, God. It's just like, I mean, it is dirty. There's so many people that come in and out every day. Like everyone's germs are everywhere. I literally got to work and got a Clorox wipe and disinfected sometimes, my phone. Sometimes I forget that you're a germaphobe. I, yes. And it's funny because we're so opposite like that. Like, I feel like I like, it's weird because I don't come off this way, but I like weirdly like the subway in New York. Like, I don't mind it. <laughs> which I know is gross. Well, like if you think about it, like if you're going in the subway, like my shoes that touch the subway will not be going anywhere in in my apartment like there yeah people listening people door. listening though keep in mind this is the same girl that looks up the bed bug reg- registry every time we go everywhere anywhere so that's just like I did. Hey, it has saved me before. There are some nice <laughs> hotels that have had bed bugs. That's true. That's a good point. Well, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Thank you very, very much. exciting. And Bostonia is dope. I'd be literally like cartwheeling there every single day. <laughs> <laughs> it's very tempting. So nice. Um, okay. Drunk Deets. Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and Shailene Woodley. They ended their one year engagement, which I think is crazy. I feel like it seems like yesterday. I remember the day they got engaged and I was like, oh, this is cute. Like, came full circle you found a girl and now they're ending their engagement did we talk about it on the pod when they got engaged we either talked about it or i just like knew that it happened but no i i'm just wondering because i i when i found out that they ended it i was like wait i didn't even know that they were dating i feel like that's such a random couple yeah like you have a professional athlete and then you have an actor i guess it's not that weird i mean think about it though i feel like hollywood is just so small like everyone knows someone like I don't know. That's true. I just feel like connected. I feel like so many professional athletes date like not models, models or like nobodies. Like they're just like they came from like their childhood hometown and they grew up with them or whatever. Yeah. So it's like interesting to see. Yeah, but then you have the professional athletes that date like Olivia Culpo. I feel like it's like one or the other. Oh, model. Yeah. Good. Good. Giselle and Tom. I don't know. Good point. But it is interesting. Um, I know that Aaron Rodgers has like a very complicated personal life in general. So he's semi like pretty much estranged from his family. No one really knows why. Um, For those of you that watched The Bachelor, I'm sure you remember Jordan Rodgers. So his younger brother was on JoJo's season. She ends up selecting him. They're still together. They're so cute. I've been following them for like how long have they been engaged? Like three or four years. Now it's literally insane. They haven't gotten married yet, but he like reproposed to her with a bigger ring. It's five carats. It's an oval. It's insane. When I saw it, I cried. But anyways, <laughs> besides the point. So when they did hometown dates, she went home to see Jordan Rogers' family. And basically the whole drama about it was that they don't talk to Aaron Rodgers and they're this really tight in the family. They seem normal. They seem nice. Like Jojo's nice. Jordan Rogers is nice. Like they're all just doing their thing. And 
no one really talked about why, but like he just doesn't have a relationship with them. Like doesn't talk to his parents, doesn't talk to his family. And I feel like that's been an ongoing thing. He used to date Olivia Munn and some people speculated that she made things worse or that the family didn't like her. Um, and then they broke broke up and I feel like he'd met this new girl and I was like, oh, cute. And now here they are ending their engagement, which is crazy. I guess in October, Shailene was seen without her engagement ring on. So people were speculating that they had issues. Mm. But I read this one article and I really feel like people will reach at anything. anything. Yeah. So uh, I guess recently he made a post saying, Aaron made a post saying, extremely grateful for my life. 17 years worth of incredible memories and lifelong friendships forged because of this game. I'm thankful for all the highs and lows highs and lows this year and the growth opportunities on and off the field. Thank you for all the love and support. And people are saying on and off the field, highs and lows. Like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, Wait. he's a normal dude that has actual problems like every other person. When like, people like read into things like that, like, oh, you think he's only had good times in his life? Like right. there's no one that's ever had that. It's just, it's, it's wild to think that people think that, you know, a famous person can't be relatable. Yeah. Exactly. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't see anything w wrong with that post that he said that like he could have been, I don't know. I, I think, think that's crazy. And the reaching thing, what do you think about girls not wearing their engagement rings? Like, do you think it means that there's problems or do you think, I don't know. Um, yes and no. I mean, like what if you're getting your ring cleaned or what if it's getting resized yeah. or what if like, there's a million reasons why someone wouldn't be wearing it. I guess you have to question like how long are they not wearing it for yeah that's or true. do they just not wear it because some of these celebrities are giving rings that are worth like a hundred thousand okay. dollars yes, so like exactly. obviously they might not wear it like you don't want to get robbed obviously there's insurance but yeah i mean it makes sense why sometimes they might not wear I it i think about this all the time when i get engaged i'm like i'm definitely gonna like leave that shit at home if I like go out for an, I, I get so paranoid. I'm like, if I, I don't know, I just get scared. Right. You know me, it's like a lot I lose of money. Stuff. And my, my best friend who just got engaged a few months ago, we went on a girl's trip and she like, I don't know, she was like taking a shower or doing something or like maybe she was putting pur purple shampoo in her hair, took the ring off and forgot it at home and then went on her girl's trip. And she's like, oh, no. she's like, I hope my like fiance doesn't think I'm like intentionally left my ring behind to go on this trip with my friends. That's hilarious. But she just forgot it. And I feel like sometimes we forget that like, okay, like, yeah, sure. Maybe there's some deep meaning behind it. But at the same time, if I'm a celebrity, why would I drop that big of a hint? Right. And have people like up my ass about it. I'd rather just like, you know, wear the ring and have issues at home. I feel like sometimes when that stuff happens, it's like, what if she just forgot it? <laughs> right. We like forget that they're humans. I know, but, but I guess maybe, maybe there was a reason why she didn't. I don't think it applies to everyone, but sad that they're no longer. I know um, it is. It is sad. Um, what do you think about people that I guess kind of have this like, you know, romance that leads to engagement decently quickly and then they call it off? Um, Okay, so that's a very good question because it's something I've never understood, like really mm -hmm. fast, not a fast engagement. How long were they but, together for? <laughs> you're asking the wrong person. Um, but when someone gets engaged so quickly after, you know, just meeting them or whatever, like I feel like people can argue like when you know, you know, but right. what is the rush? Like, I mean, I guess legally there's some perks to getting married like I understand that but you have to like know deep down that it's not going to work out like if it's one thing to get engaged married and then divorced but to get engaged and to break it off like how does it change that quickly I don't understand like it's Wait, hard to saying, how brain. does it how does it happen like how do people just fall in engagement yeah like someone had to have cheated mm, no what why do you think they broke up like what? I mean they could have but I don't know. So they, they've been together for less than two years. So I'm assuming okay. one year engagement. So they probably were dating still for getting like to know someone. maybe six months before they get engaged or maybe like eight months. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's obviously a ton that goes into it. I think the weird thing about engagements is it's almost like a trial period. I almost feel like sometimes it's like a weird, not, not saying like it's set up to fail, but I feel like it's okay. You have this ring and now you're planning this wedding and it's giving you, giving you this like period of time where there's this like weird out. And I think that does make it weird for people sometimes. I think that you're dating someone and you love them and then maybe they propose to you and then the moment you're like, yes. And then all of a sudden you have like a whole year 
to really think about it and plan this marriage and maybe and plan this wedding. And maybe as you get closer to that date, you start to realize, wait, do I want to be with this person? Like, am I getting cold feet? Is this what I want out of my life? Like, could I see myself with them? And I feel like that period gives people time to like chicken out. At least that's how I feel. I feel like we need to normalize saying no to being engaged. Like (laughs) if you have any sliver of doubt when that guy gets on one knee, like maybe take a minute, think about it. Yeah. Take a walk through the park, clear so your, your head. So your thought is that like, if someone ends an engagement, they maybe like weren't a hundred percent in it before they get engaged. Deep down, you maybe, think, you think whether there's... or not they knew, like subconsciously, I don't know. But I, all I know is that when I get engaged, it'll be the first and last time. I don't care if it doesn't work out. But this is a one-time deal with me. Like one-time deal. One it's time. never happening again. No. You will never see this happening again. No. Okay. No, I think I think that's good. But I also do think you're someone where like I admire this about you like you're very um like all or nothing. Like I feel like if you're in something and you know it's what you want, you'll go for it. And that's like who you are. Like you're not fickle. Yeah. Like I've always struggled with being fickle. Like I'm like, oh, like I kind of want this, but like, what if I don't? What if I want? Like I don't know. So I think sometimes there's people out there that are like, oh, like I think I want this, and then they, like in the moment, and then they realize maybe I don't, or like do I? Like and they're like at war with themselves, right. which is a whole other issue and should be addressed if you feel that way. Yeah, I guess <laughs> and you should go to therapy. I guess there's external factors that I'm not considering. Like, are you getting pressure from your parents or society, yeah. or maybe are you being? Pre- pressured by a situation like a baby like I guess those are all factors but yeah true I also just feel like in the celebrity world it's just I don't know I think it's just like so weird and crazy like imagine being in a relationship with someone where you're constantly being just like followed around by people I feel like that just puts just like a strain on relationships which speaking of which um being followed around by people and relationships Julia Fox and Kanye West are no longer Wow. I don't know if anyone saw that coming. Not that I ever wish for relationships to fail. I'm so confused. We were literally just talking about her being on Color Daddy and she gave this like whole thing about like, oh, like I'm with him now, like blah, blah, blah. Like literally a few days later, they're like, yeah, we're not actually together. Quick aside. Did you hear that? (gasps) Julia ghosted Alex Cooper. What do you mean? Um, I guess after they were done recording that podcast, she was like, oh my God, like you should come to my birthday party this Wednesday. Like, da, 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 da. like what's your number? Like, let me text you. Like, da, da, da. And so she took Alex's number and they, they exchanged it. Like she, Alex had Julia's number too. She never heard from Julia again. She even texted her, I think either the day before or the day of the party and never heard from her. Weird. Yeah. Why even say it? I don't know. Isn't that such an LA thing? Like, I feel uh, like when we lived in, my mom always told me, cause I was a baby, but when we lived in LA, she was like, it's just such an LA thing to be like, oh my God, we should totally grab lunch. Like we should grab lunch. And then like, no one actually does it. It's just like something you say to be polite almost. It's like a weird world. I don't, <laughs> I have, a th- okay. So Alex mentioned something about a Birkin bag. I don't know if she was giving out Birkins or something, but she was like, oh man, like now I'm not going to get my Birkin. I was going to have Kanye sign it. Like, da, da, da. and like Alex had like this whole Prada outfit, like last oh, minute shit. made for her for this party that well, she ended up doing not a little too to. much to be honest. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I know. But, um, I guess Julia, she, okay. So did you see her Instagram story about it? kind of like skimmed through it so she said i'm gonna read it really quick she goes because i think she deleted it so i had to like look for it yeah she said y'all would love if i was so upset the media would love to paint a picture of me a sad the media would love to paint a picture of me a sad lonely woman crying on the plane by myself but it's not true why not see me for what i am which is a number one hustler i came (laughs) up y'all lol and not only that but kanye Kanye and I are on good terms. I have love for him, but I wasn't in love with the man. Jesus Christ. What do you guys think? I'm 12 years old. And for the record, the only time I cried in 2022 was on February 6th on my dead BFF birthday. Oh. Anyways, if you want the full tea, you're going to have to buy the book when it comes out. Smiley face. Oh, okay. What the fuck was drop, that? Drop the self promo for the book. <laughs> Like what the, wait, the fact that she just like drops dead best friend and then is like, anyways, my book's coming. Like what the Wait, f- but why does she feel like 
so obligated to like say like no the only time i cried oh. was on my dead best it's a friend's birthday to like doth protest too much like, like girl, it's like I, you're trying too hard to tell us you don't care which makes me feel like you do care i cry every single day <laughs> and i'm not like afraid to admit that like if yes. I, i'm not li- i'm not exaggerating like i will cry at a tiktok like oh okay why does she f- <laughs> yeah you're like you should get that checked out yeah i mean but like why does she feel the need to be like why would I cry over Kanye? I've, I haven't even, I've only cried in 22. First of all, it's only been two months in 2020. Yeah, and she's wait, saying, <laughs> it's literally been six weeks. Yeah, not crying in the the short like month that it's been 2022. Yeah. Isn't that impressive? <laughs> like, oh my there, God. There are men that go 10 years without crying. Yeah, so. I know, I'm dating one. <laughs> wait, so I, there's a whole like school of issues there, which again, I'm going to hold true to what I'm saying. I really do think this post made me feel like she does care. Like I feel like the coolest thing you can do. And I know I've said this before is Kim Kardashian is like, so in my mind, like has become cooler. She's filed for divorce. Like obviously like whatever that's personal, but I feel like she's like so unbothered. Like she's going out, she's having fun. She's dating Pete Davidson there. You know, she's just, she's focusing on her career, doing her thing. And she's unbothered. That in my mind is like, wow, that's cool. Like she doesn't need to come out and say, by the way, guys, I don't care. I haven't cried. Like she's not saying that. She's just acting cool. In my mind, Julia Fox needing to tell us that she hasn't Mm -hmm. cried is like, Oh, like it's either like you're letting the people get to you too much or like you're just protesting too much and it's not true. We all know Kanye's in my boat. He's crying every single day. Yeah, Kanye has some feelings. But also like (laughs) I feel like there's like this weird pressure sometimes like with girls where we know there's a stigma of like girls are emotional, like whatever. And we're like trying so hard to fight that by being like, no, I'm a tough girl. Like I'm cool. I'm a hustler, like whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I got that. I, I, I do respect it, especially like working in corporate America, like people respond to strength. And there's been times when someone said something to me and there's a part of me that's like, I want to cry, but instead I'll just like say something like snarky because I'm like, Oh, that's, that's what people respond to. I've been there, but I, I just think that's a dropping the, the, dropping, dropping, the, I don't know the book advertisement. Is, Did she talk about the book and call her daddy? But also like, I don't think there's any of us that thought that she was in love with Kanye. So the fact that right? she's like, I was, I'm like, dude, no, none of us. Okay. You're, you're worried about the wrong thing. None of us thought you were in love with <laughs> Kanye. We all knew that you were using Kanye to, for the fame. <laughs> and then you dropping the book, the book promo right after that, just confirmed that. So like, yes. she's like focused on the wrong thing. That's such a good point. Wow. Cause like oh, no offense to good. Kanye, but like, how did she tolerate him? I like she did it for the clout. Well, right. She knew he was in love with Kim Kardashian. He's sending, right. he just sent Kim Kardashian a truck of roses on Valentine's day saying like, I don't even know. I can see the sign or like can see the signs or like something like that. Mm-hmm. Something wild, like written on the truck. And he's like, he's still like tweeting it. <laughs> he's like still tweeting at pete davidson he's like he's walking around with calvin klein's like trying to ruin my family like all this shit like just completely going overboard like obsessed with kim like obviously she julia knew that he didn't like her and i think she didn't care which is fine i mean Mm -hmm. get your bag whatever get your coin sis (laughs) all right well for the hello for the last drunk d i was gonna bring up the fact that kylie jenner named her baby wolf webster but i just feel like it doesn't even deserve to be talked wolf 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 like really i just i don't i also think like wolf I can't even say it. Wolf. Wolf. Wolf, honey. I think like wolf. No. <laughs> wolf, stop that. Wolf. Wolf, share with your sister. <laughs> wolf, put that down. <laughs> Anyways, do you think she practices that before she chose a name? I just think that like nowadays people are like, what can I pick that hasn't been picked? And there's like not a lot of things left. So they're like, all right, we'll just, we'll go with wolf. But yeah, I. I don't know. I mean, it's fine. I get it. People are creative with their names. Like, what What are you going to do? Wolfie. Wolfie, honey. Well, there's that girl, Wolfie Cindy, who's like oh, friends. Yeah. And I'm like, is that her? Na- there's no way that's her real no, name. No, no way. She's just, she always just goes by that. But there was a part of me that was like, did I wonder if that was kind of her inspo for it. Yeah, wait, that's not even original. Yeah. Wait, that's such a, okay, yeah, her real name is Cindy. Okay. Cindy. <laughs> Wolfie, I mean, Cindy Kimberly is Wolfie. 
Cindy Kimberly. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Wow, not even original. And I and then there's someone else that is named um Wolf. Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Cause someone someone slid in our DMs and was like, so and so's daughter is named that. Oh or son or someone. Yes, yes, yes. I saw that. I don't remember. <sighs> I wish I could find it. There's too many. But whatever. <laughs> Enough of the Kardashians. Enough of the Kardashians, especially freaking Kylie. I can't. Mm. Um oh, you know what actually that was kinda cute that not to bring up the Kardashians again, but <laughs> Pete Davidson sent Chloe like flowers on Valentine's Day. I too, heard which that. was kind of cute. I thought that was like a class act, regardless of what you think about him. Yeah. Um, I thought that was adorable. I feel like she needed some love. Absolutely. Going through a hard time. Um, okay, so I have a question. Oh god, I might have an answer. <laughs> I don't think there's any answer. But so I went, um, I know we just talked about our Valentine's Day plans, but on Friday. Before Valentine's Day, I went to the Celtics game with my dad, which was super fun. Did you sue Ticketmaster? Um, oh, shit. I, I still need to thank <laughs> you for reminding me. Oh, God. Like 15 pending. I figured out tickets. Like, it worked you out. Went. I w- reached out to a friend who hooked me up with a friend of a friend. And, like, <laughs> things came together nicely. Amazing. It was a fun game. It was intense. We ended up winning. It's like Ooh. one of those, like, down to the minute. Yeah, down to the minute Second. things. And it worked out. And it was amazing so we had pretty good seats um you had very good seats yeah towards the front and there's these guys (laughs) there's so there's two separate couples they don't know each other at the game Mm -hmm. and they're sitting like i don't know like there's like the aisle or whatever was between them and they're on like either side so a girl and a boy girl and a boy they don't know each other and they're like we're on like the floor so you get um when you have floor seats at a celtics game like there's a waitress that kind of comes around and right. can take your drink order and like serves it to you directly so you don't have to get up and wait in line which is nice so they're drinking like pretty heavily like it was a friday night so people were yeah. kind of like turning up using it as like a pregame, whatever so they're drinking you can tell the guys are getting one of the guys was like rooting for the opposite team which was interesting because the drunker he got he started he kept just like screaming he was like ah like when the other team would score which was weird but um so the guys are getting shit faced. They don't know each other, but they like d- developed this like bond because they were like the drunkest people at the game. And they're like, one guy's like, bro, like you guys are the best. I'm gonna order you shots. Like, so the the girl comes around with like four tequila shots. And like, you know, when you watch someone take a tequila shot and you're not drunk and you're like, Bleh. so <laughs> the the two girlfriends are like not drink. Like they're, they're, they're drinking like casually. They're a little buzz, but they're not taking shots. And the guys are like, bro, like this is dope. Like, love you, bro. Like taking shots. <laughs> they're so drunk. They're like jumping around. And at this point there's people like the, fa- the other fans are like, all right, these people are getting really freaking annoying. So mm-hmm. people are like, sit down or like stop. And they're like, what you want to take me? Just like being wicked aggressive. Like Trying one guy was fight. like, yes like the guy in front of us was like flipping off the guy behind me and was like making like a kissy face to Mm. him and he was like yeah i take care of my people i was like oh my god you are such a little noob (laughs) like like a newbie noob he looked like a little (laughs) noob like james the noob or something i just like couldn't stand his face but his girlfriend was like honey like just sit down it's like how old did they look roughly our age okay probably our age like maybe yeah between 25 and 30 i'd say and so she's like honey sit down sit down and then the guy like slightly over him and his girlfriend same thing like he's like yelling screaming people are like dude shut the hell up we're sick of hearing from you he's he's like slurring his words his girlfriend's like honey like like please be quiet like you're embarrassing me (laughs) but the girlfriends were just kind of sitting there eventually the guys get so drunk that the girlfriends end up switching like seats with the guys so these two girls who don't even know each other end up like bonding with each other because they have a mutual disdain for their boyfriends boyfriends. so the the one girl in front of me goes over and sits next to the girl of the other uh like whatever guy and the the two guys end up sitting next to each other they have like their arms around each other even though they're rooting for opposite teams and they're like bro like love you like jumping up in the air like screaming at everyone at this point the <laughs> like everyone at the game at this point is like get these two guys out of here like it's insane the girlfriends are sitting there like they don't know what to do they're like oh my god like james is just like having a really crazy and you could probably see that on tv it was insane and my dad's like next to me he's like what the hell is going on i'm like i don't know so they end up like switching back sitting next to each other and eventually security like kicked out the one this one couple they're like you gotta go it was getting bad they're like throwing shit like slurring their words like stumbling like couldn't even stand and that's embarrassing yeah this one couple gets kicked out and the other couple stayed because the the girl in front of me was actually a little smarter and she kind of like grabbed her boyfriend by the scruff of his neck and kind of sat him down was like (laughs) pull your shit together but it kind of just hit me in that moment 
I feel like there's nothing more unattractive than a guy that gets sloppy. Like it was just like so like they were acting like newborn babies and it was just like so unattractive to me. <laughs> I don't know if you agree. Is that your question? Do I hate sloppy guys? I just feel like when yes. you're the drunkest guy in the it's, room. It's very annoying. Right? Yeah. There there have been multiple times where like I'm sober and mystery man is not. <laughs> and I'm like. It's mm-hmm. not like you like hate them I, in that moment. I, I, what's the word? I, whatever the day that you were born. <laughs> I like, curse the day you I were born. I curse the day that you were born. I was like, you were so annoying. No, but it, it's one, not attractive. And two, especially if you're sober. But I think it's just like embarrassing. Yes. It's, it's not a good look. I, uh, I don't know. But, yeah. but there, but I would be a hypocrite if I said I haven't been in their shoes. I mean, no, I've never we've been all kicked been out. There. Yeah, but <laughs> I, mean, I know, I know <laughs> I've been there too, but like, I don't know. I think the thing that bought, the thing that stuck out to me was that these two girls were just like, so just like sweet to their boyfriends, like sitting there like, oh dear. Like, and they blatantly were embarrassed, but if that's me, I'm pissed. And I'm like, sit down, shut up, like chug this water. Like, I don't want to hear from you until you've like chilled out a little bit. And I don't know, like maybe not every girl feels that way, but in my mind, like you could be, you know, in my single days, I remember like I'd been at like parties or clubs or whatever. And like, there could be like the most attractive guy in the room, like super good looking, like good job, whatever, well-read, well-traveled. And if he, by the end of the night is the guy that's like blackout drunk, like can't even like say his first name, like on the verge of vomiting while you're talking to him, like falling over it. It's just like, I don't know what it is. It's the biggest turnoff. And like, there's no part of me that will ever want to talk to him again after that moment. Well, you want to know something? There is 100% a double standard. Yes. With, you know, if a girl is sloppy drunk like that, it's like, uh, it's, it's so frowned upon. But when a guy is like that, it's like, oh, boys will be boys. Like it's, it's fine. Right. But you know, what's weird too, is there's also like another double standard with Mm -hmm. that, because I think that most girls agree that it's kind of like we don't want to have to take care of you i mean we want to take care of you in like a nurturing way but like not in like a i'm carrying you home and like right. holding up your lifeless limpless limp lifeless body um i think that if a girl gets really drunk or like can't hand like hold her alcohol i don't think it's a guy's favorite thing i don't think there's any guy that's like yeah like i love dating like a hot mess that like can't handle herself but i also feel like guys like don't that's not like the top of their list of annoying traits like a guy would probably talk to a girl again if she got too drunk but i don't think most girls would want to deal with the guy that like got shit face on like the first date and like couldn't even like speak. Oh, on a first date, absolutely not. Yeah, obviously, if you've been with someone for like a long time, you're not going to break up with them if they just like get too drunk one night. Right. But there's like guys that I've met that I've like, gone on dates with where they get blackout drunk on the first date, and I would never go out with them no, again. No, you got to be able to control your your liquor. I almost feel like it's like the innate like protection like a girl wants a guy that like not can take care of her but like kind of kind of protect her or whatever and I feel like when you're talking to the guy that like is so out of his mind you're just like no (laughs) well there's also like different types of drunk like tequila drunk versus beer drunk versus wine drunk versus vodka drunk like brown brown liquor drunk I don't know what whiskey yeah Um, drink those (laughs) (laughs) Michael had to give up uh, vodka vodka Mm -hmm. he doesn't do well with vodka but yeah I mean honestly uh, I'm not even talking about like if a guy's like hammered, like at a party, like having fun, that's fine. I'm talking about like, can't walk, can't talk, can't move, like, like <laughs> unresponsive. I'm sure those, I'm sure whoever got kicked out regretted his decisions the next oh, day. It was actually, oh my gosh, I forgot about this part. Okay, did he get so, out? Like, did he willingly leave? This is the funniest part. So we're literally, so I'm sitting there and security comes over and they're like talking to him. They're like, dude, you need to stop. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. They come back five minutes later and they go up to his girlfriend and they're like, you got to go. I don't know what she did. Like she was, I mean, she was drunk, but like Hmm. she wasn't doing anything bad. She was kind of just sitting there. They kick her out. And he was like, what the fuck? Like she didn't do anything wrong. And they're like, nope, like she's going. So they literally get up and they escort her out. There's probably at this point, three minutes left in the game. And I kid you not. It took them that long. Yeah, it was, was, I don't know why. Cause it was like ramping up all night and they they probably don't want to kick people out that like paid a lot or like on the floor. I don't know. But anyway, so they kick her out. There is a minute long gap where this loser is standing there 
watching his poor girlfriend who did nothing wrong get kicked out because of him and he's not following her. Oh he's, no. He's like looking at the game, scratching his head, looking at the score. Like they're like tied up and he's literally about to leave his, like let his girlfriend get escorted out by him herself because of his doing. And he was straight up about to sit there and just like watch rooting for the other oh, team watching no. the game and the guys behind me were yelling they were like bro like are you about to like just leave your girl and they're like we'll go like we'll go out with her right now like we'll leave with her like oh my we'll God. take like, care of her guys. he's just like sit standing there and like i've never seen such an idiot and then it probably dawned on him he was like if i don't leave this game I'm right now this girl is going to kill me and like she probably already wanted to kill him yeah so eventually he's like all right doo -doo -doo, and he like gets up and leaves <laughs> but it took him like a minute like over a minute to do that oh. and i was like michael if i saw that hesitation like that'd be it you'd be done yes imagine like security so embarrassing is like everyone is watching this like this poor girl is like getting stood up by two security guards and walked out of the stadium she's like on the floor so everyone can see her and her boyfriend is just watching it all happen oh no but anyways i digress what are you gonna do what are you gonna do hey you got you got a two shows Celtics game and that shit show that's true. It was kind Two of for the price of one. My dad was like, it was kind of fun to watch, you know. I can't I can't imagine your dad like <laughs> being happy with it. I think he just was like pretend, trying to pretend it wasn't happening. Yeah. Like, that's probably best. <laughs> just trying to like avoid the situation. And I was like kind of laughing to myself, but I was also like, no, it's not funny. Oh god. <laughs> I feel like if I were there, I wouldn't have been able to like stop myself from going up to them. Yeah. But I don't get paid the big bucks, big bucks <laughs> to do that. So funny. <sighs> so I feel like something's been happening lately and I don't know if like you agree with me, but and it kind of goes back to the whole thing we were talking about earlier. So I remember a few years ago, Michael's older sister. So she is 30 mm -hmm. and flirty and thriving. Um, and getting married soon. Yes. Getting married soon, which is so fun. So, she once told me a few years ago, she was like, wait till you're like 25, 26, 27. She's like, it's this really weird age where everyone that you know is going to start breaking up. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> I was like, first off, like all my friends are single. And second, um, I was like, isn't that the age usually, people usually get married? And she was like, well, exactly. Like all these couples that have been dating since high school or college or like, you know, since we've been adults, um, she was like, they're just going to start breaking up because things are going to get real. And I remember kind of thinking about it and I was like, Oh, like, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I swear like recently there's been like five or six couples, like relationships that I know who I went to people I went to high school with, like people that I've known like from work or whatever that have been together for years. And I was like, Oh, they're going to get married and recently just ended things. And I think it's like the craziest phenomenon. Well, you're right. I think that in your mid to late twenties, if, you're dating you're dating to marry because yeah. at this point we don't have time to waste like we're not getting any younger you yep. know the childbearing days are upon us oh you know, my god we, we have a us girls we have a timeline so you know if you start dating someone when you're 27 years old and you wait or i'm sorry you waste two years of your life with someone who you knew wasn't husband material like you knew he wasn't the one he was just you know something to do when there's nothing to do and like like, comfortable yeah and comfortable like you break up when you're 29 like you have to start all over mm -hmm. and i mean i'm not saying like if you're single at 30 like you're fucked but like you're kind of yeah I know, unless like you're you don't want, unless you don't want to, yeah, unless you don't want that. But like, I know, like, there's some girls I know that are like, I don't even marry till I'm 35, and I'm like, cool. But I guess if you're one of the people that wants that, yeah. Right. I mean, you don't even have to be married in your 30s, but like, or engaged, I should say. But like, if you're not dating anyone by your mid to late, like, I guess early to mid 30s, what what are you doing? Yeah. Unless you don't want that. Unless <laughs> unless you don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely know what you mean. No, it is crazy though. Like, I feel like I've seen it so much and it's weird because when I was in high school, um, I always thought that, you know, I'd be married by the time I was like 25 or 26. And I know we talked about this before. Like, it's crazy to think that now I'm like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, that's not realistic anymore. But, um, it is crazy to see everyone breaking up and it kind of made me realize it's like the whole what is it like the red pill blue pill thing like do you like do you basically like choose the path of like oh yeah you know coming to terms with like your reality and like facing it head on and being like all right you know what like 
maybe I like this person. Maybe I even love them, but they're not the person for me. Like there's just things about it that don't work. I'm going to end things with them and venture out there and try to be single and maybe risk not meeting someone else or risk meeting someone better and just take that reality? Or do I just want to accept the fact that I'm in this relationship and it's comfortable and maybe it's not what I exactly want, but it's, it works decently well. And do I just kind of go through life with like ignorance and just feel like, you know what, there might be something else out there, but I'm fine just not even thinking about that and just going through with it. And it is interesting. I feel like every person that's unsure about their relationship at this point in our lives reaches that point. Cause like you said, we're not 22 anymore where you can just date you know jared from the bar who you know is a little bit of a douchebag and has like a pretty big gambling problem (laughs) and has opened up 15 credit cards this past year and like you don't have to worry about that because you're 22 and you're not marrying jared but now that you're 27 like shit you might have to marry jared like jared (laughs) might be saving up for a ring that he you know (laughs) that he's paying for with six credit cards and like you need to come to terms with that six credit cards (laughs) oh my god well so I think that guys are way more likely to settle than girls are. Really? I do. I don't know. I read something that like guys will panic because, you know, your life isn't over when you turn 30. But right. the dating pool gets a lot smaller because True. I feel like when you get to your mid to late 20s, people start to panic because they think that when you turn 30, your life is over, which is not true. Yeah. But, you know, people do panic when they start to reach their 30s. So they're like, oh my God, I need to settle down like right now. And they'll just, you know, settle down with anyone. Okay. Even if they know that that person isn't the one, they're still going to, you know, whatever. Like, this isn't my dream girl. She doesn't check off all my boxes, but she checks off enough for me to, you know, put a ring on So you feel like, cause guys usually wait till later to get into relationships. Maybe they, they tend to settle more versus girls maybe do it faster. I just feel like their, um, criteria kind of goes out the window. Yeah. That's a good point. And like girls, I feel like are a little bit more selective. Like a guy could be with the wrong girl, but if the timing is right, they'll he stay might just with her. make it work. Yeah. That's a good point. I also think like girls just think about shit a lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I feel like some, like one time, like I asked, like, I don't know. I feel like I always, I'm like, well, Michael, like, you know, like, do you ever think about like, you know, me and like, you know, what if, what if this? And he's like, no. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Cause I feel like they don't think, think long term. He doesn't think, well, he thinks long term. He's like, oh, I know I want to end up with you and I want to get married. I want to do this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but you think like, what if? And he's like, no. And I feel like girls just sit there thinking and constantly like thinking and they're like, what if like my life could be like this or that? And like, what if I did this? And like, guys don't really do that. And like, I've never been a guy, but Peter, do you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I don't know. I always, yeah, I guess I think about several options. Yeah. You do. Okay. So maybe they do. I feel like, but I, I think you're right. Mike always says, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm with you. I like you. Like you make me happy. My, if my stomach's full, like I'm good. My like I'm chill. Full. He's just like chill. <laughs> Maybe he's really chill. I don't know. Mm. But Peter, I have a question for you. If yeah. you were 29 and you were in a relationship and you know, your, your girlfriend made you happy, but you weren't like a hundred percent satisfied. Would you call it off and risk you know, not finding someone for a couple years or would you stay with her mm. because you think maybe this is as good as it's going to get? Like if I haven't found anyone by now, I'm not going to. How would you approach it? I think it matters for me is like how long I've been in that relationship for because I find that I usually see those signs fairly early. Okay. So I wouldn't be obviously rushing into, you know, um, marrying someone like if I'm only been dating them for like two three months and that i'm seeing i'm already seeing the signs where it's like right i don't see this going long term uh and if it is if it has been like a one two year relationship then i think there's other reasons why i'm not feeling i don't know i i feel like it doesn't matter as much just because like i've been with that person for two years i feel like my right subconscious is almost just telling me that there's something wrong just because i'm like scared to move forward yeah that's a good point like the whole commitment issue thing you know what i mean where it's like i've been with this person i've committed this much time to them because i love them so am i just at this point getting scared because now there's the added pressure of commitment Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's a good point do you think that having cold feet is normal or okay or do you think that's a red flag that this isn't the right relationship for you (laughs) 
<laughs> well, as I've said many times, I got to work on step one first. So <laughs> Getting I'm a girlfriend. <laughs> but like if, but put yourself in your future shoes. Like if, if you were, you know, approaching your thirties in a relationship and you had a small inkling of cold feet, would you take that as a red flag or would you just be like, oh, you know, this is fine. Like she makes me happy. I don't know why I have cold feet. Yeah, I guess it would just matter case to case. Just like maybe if you can actually pinpoint down like why you think like this yeah. person wouldn't be right. Like if there's like certain ticks that they have or like, I don't know, I guess maybe even like if you don't really like their family that much. <laughs> I, I think know. that's I, a great point. I've never like really I, been in that situation yet. But yeah. like if there's something that you can like strictly pinpoint down, then maybe. But if it's just like a weird feeling, then I think oh. it's something you just got to get over. I love okay. that, Peter. That's smart. I actually, the like hearing you talking, I almost feel like people should make a list because Pros sometimes I read this article the other day about how do we actually know why we're feeling what we're feeling? Like, mm. do we know? Like, when you're feeling, when you have a day where you're in some really shitty mood and you're angry, like, do you actually know why you're angry? Like, do you know like the root of it? Like, do you know why you feel down today? Like, do you know why? you have these like insecurities and I think like about your relationship and I read somewhere it was like make a list because you're I think you're right like maybe you make a list and it's like oh well the, you know the person I'm with is you know they don't seem to care about my feelings they forgot my birthday they <laughs> they go out drinking till 3am sometimes they don't come home at night yeah like maybe it's the person is the issue but if you make this list and you're like you know, yeah, this person's like sweet to me. They're compassionate. Like I love them. They make me feel safe and secure. And then on the reasons why you don't want to end up with them list, it's like, oh, I'm scared of taking the next step or I'm scared of commitment. Well, maybe that's an issue you have with yourself. And I think from someone who's openly like had issues with not even commitment, but just whatever in general. Um, I know that like, I felt that I've felt that way. Like, you know, with yeah. Any relationship, like not a ton, but like, you know, deep down inside. So I think you have to identify like, is it an issue with you or is it an issue with the person you're with? Cause I right. think if it's an issue with you, ultimately, it doesn't matter who you're with, you're going to feel this way. And I think it's something you need to work out with yourself and go to therapy and like work on yourself and figure that out and not let the other person suffer from it. So right. Cause you could Peter. potentially let the right guy go. Yes. Because you're because all of a sudden your, your mind's playing tricks on you, but in reality yeah. it's just, that's who you are and you need to like deal with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know that there's nothing wrong with you and Michael's relationship. You know, like, you yeah. know that in the past it was just I'm your own issues. Like, I'm working through it and I feel like I'm making some good, some good steps. Things th- are going I well. think you've come a long way. I do too. I think, I think coming on here and being able to like air my grievances <laughs> has helped. And he's also just the best. But, um, no, I think that in the sense, in the case though, like, let's say it's not a you issue, not a commitment issue. And it's like the person that you're with, maybe maybe they're a shitty person or honestly, maybe you fundamentally disagree on things. Maybe you're very religious and they're not. Maybe you want to have children and they don't. Like there's fundamental things that like a relationship cannot work sometimes based on. And I think that if that's the case and if deep down in your heart of hearts, you know, there's just something about this relationship where even though you care for the person, you just don't know if it's going to work out. I think you do have to cut them loose. And I think that is the compassionate thing that you can do. Um, my best friend growing up, her older sister was like five or six years, maybe even more. She was like seven years older than us. I remember when I was 20, she was 27 and she was Damn. in this long-term relationship and she, like, it seemed like she was very happy. And then one day she broke up with a guy and I remember like talking to my friend. I was like, oh my God, why would your sister break up with him? Like what happened? And at the time I was 20, I was like, oh my gosh, she's 27. Why would she go on the market now? Like what's wrong with her? And she was like, to be honest, she loved him. They got along great but there were some fundamental issues that like you know their relationship had and things about him that she just knew that as much as she loved him she was like I'm dating to marry and I don't see myself marrying this person and instead of wasting more of his time like I'm gonna cut him loose and I'm gonna risk going out there and hoping that I find someone else and she did and now she's married and just had a baby and she's very happy and obviously it's not always gonna end up like that but I do think that that's the right thing to do yeah I mean, I ended an eight-year relationship, and yeah. look at me now. Couldn't be happier. Look at you now. Look at me look now. Look at you now. You're working in the city. Uh, city girl. You yeah. got a you got a boothang back at home. You, I hated that. <laughs> boothang. <laughs> Little boothang. Oh, God. All right. Well, this has been fun. This has been fun. <laughs> this has been great. We GTG because we are getting ready for Shannon's annual birthday trip in Miami. Miami. You're going to be... 
27. Isn't that crazy? You're old as fuck. I know. I'm like kind of excited to be 27. Well, you know me, I'm very excited to be 30. Like, I feel like I'm just going to like thrive when I'm in my 30s. So I feel like 25 was rough. Like 25 was a hard year. It was also the year of the the pandemic. Yeah. But I feel like 26 was good. And I think 27 is going to be great. I love the optimism. But we have 25 people going on this trip. Mm -hmm. Um, It is going to be insane. We have a bunch of reservations, um, like plans and stuff. We're going to fill you guys in on all of our plans because I don't know. I feel like a lot of people like to go to Miami. And at this point, we've been so many times and we've kind of got it down. So if you want recommendations, reach out to us. We're probably going to be talking about it on a future podcast. And yeah, yeah, we'll let you know how it goes. And in the meantime, go listen to episode 14. It's titled our $30,000 weekend Mm in Miami. Um, We recapped our trip last year. Well, like Shannon said, we're going to do it again, but go listen to that. I'm very, very nervous that that number is going to double this year. I really, really can't do that. Like, I really am hoping not for that. <laughs> it's already, like, insane. Like, our friend Caitlin, she texted us, and she was like, I bought 18 bathing suits. And I'm like, okay, well, we're there for four days. So <laughs> I don't understand how that math works out, but it's going to be fine. Oh, well, maybe maybe I can borrow some hers, because when I tell you I haven't ordered a single thing and that I'm probably going to have to overnight everything. Oh, I got you. I have stuff for you. Oh, do don't you? Don't worry about Thank Don't I take care of you, baby. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> okay. All right, Boston Baddies, thank you so much for listening to another episode. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram, drinksafterwork underscore TikTok, drinksafterwork. We'll see you guys next week, every single week. Love you guys. Bye, guys. Bye.